We want to thank everyone for coming out and listening to Lightning Hood Live, our weekly review of all things Bitcoin and Lightning Network related. This is our way to give back to the Bitcoin community with resources and educational content. Make sure to check out our website, www.lightninghood.com, for a more in-depth experience. Please enjoy this episode of Lightning Hood Live. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening once again for joining us for another Lightning Hood Live weekly wrap-up. This week, we are ending on June 30th. I appreciate you guys joining us, as always, to catch up with the news of the past week. It's been a hell of a week. I personally uh, just got back not a couple days ago from the Bitcoin 2019 uh, conference out there in San Francisco. So it's been crazy. Um, on with me tonight, I've got Pedo Veritas. He is joining me. We don't have Coinbeezy or Curly. They are off doing other bigger and better things, apparently. Now, just messing there. But uh, welcome. What's going on? What's going on? It's been a crazy week. It's been crazy. <laughs> big Bitcoin runs, big Bitcoin drops, conference stuff going on. YouTube saying they're getting rid of our live stream capabilities. I, I don't even know what's going on here. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, I don't know what um, half of the Bitcoin community is going to do. I mean, you know, everyone has a podcast these days. Uh, <laughs> YouTube uh, live, I guess, is going to be going away. Yeah, it's kind At of least crazy. Through, uh, through Hangouts. So I don't know. But yeah. I think it's not, not for like a little while, so I guess we have time to figure it out. Yeah, I think we got till August or something, so we'll find out what to do. Um, yeah, hopefully there's still an option to do this live, because if we pre-record, then people are going to expect production, high production value. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't produce, that's for sure. So we're going to have to keep it live, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll figure out what's going on there. So, um, But either way, yeah, a lot going on this week. Um, just to kind of update everybody, I'm sure y'all listened in or caught some of the live streams of the conference. It was a great conference. Um, I personally got to meet a lot of cool people, people I chat with all the time online and, you know, feel like I know them, but I don't. And uh, got to meet a lot of those guys, a lot of the really good uh, podcasters out there. Uh, went to a Bitcoin devs meetup, which was amazing to listen in on. So that was all real cool. Um, it's good to be back home, San Francisco. It's uh I'll, I'll just leave it at it's an eye-opening city. So uh, we'll <laughs> I'll leave it there and just let your uh, mind wander from there. So um, how how long was the uh, conference? Two days? Yeah. So let's see. I guess I flew out Monday. I think it started Tuesday morning, ended Wednesday evening. So yeah, two. It was basically two jam-packed days full of stuff. Nice. Um, yeah, the Snowden one was really cool having him chime in on a live stream. I know, I know they weren't allowed to live stream it, but I'm sure people could catch up afterwards. So, um, that was, that was kind of crazy to listen to him talk about privacy. So pretty neat. Awesome. But, uh, yeah. So let's get into it, man. Uh, we got a lot of pretty good amount of major headlines here going on this week. Um, great job easy at uh curating as always so i know we just basically throw him a bunch of uh crap into the telegram chat and he has to sort through it so it's, uh, <laughs> i don't know how he does it but pretty crazy um do you ever uh post the link to the telegram group where we share these articles on twitter 
Um, actually, I think I have it linked on our website, but I'll uh, I'll make sure and throw it on Twitter as well. It's just a uh, it's just an announcements channel that anything we're going to talk about goes in there throughout the week, and then we end up chatting towards the end of well on Sunday evening. So, yeah, I'll throw it in there. Um, all right. So it looks like. Good old JP Morgan is uh, looking to do consumer trials of its in-house cryptocurrency. Uh, it's going to be a stable coin, so they're going to be competing with, you know, dun, 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 Libra and uh, some other stable coins like uh, Tether and different different other banking coins from Circle and all those guys. So, you know, who knows um, if it can help them internally be less corrupt. Great. It won't. But, uh, you know, we'll see what goes on there. What do you think? Yeah, this is interesting because last time I looked into this, which, I mean, I didn't really look into too much, but I thought it was going to be more of like a um, a vehicle for like their high wealth clients to be able to transfer, you know, uh, between branches of JP Morgan, like around the world. So it's strange that they're kind of going in this other direction where they're just rolling out another stable coin. Gotcha. Um, I mean, it just sounds like everyone is is doing a stable coin these days. It's the next, it's the next ICO, I guess. Right. I mean, everybody's going to hop into it. I mean, you can't make money on a stable coin. I don't think. Right. I mean, tether, you can play, you might be able to play a little bit of volatility, but I don't, these other ones, I think they're pegged straight up at a dollar. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the angle is. I guess they just want to make sure customers don't start leaving. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. Libra will be interesting if it ever happens because I know they're doing a basket of currencies. So there's going to be some Forex trading there that'll probably have to happen to keep that one stable. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how it, all, how it all shakes out. Either way, all the banks getting into quote-unquote cryptocurrency is that's yeah, good publicity for Bitcoin in the end. So it's kind and of I don't know if you saw that on, uh, I think it was, cnbc joe from squawk box right yeah he um oh yeah 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 <laughs> because of libra that. you could like see like the light bulb going off over his head uh one one day because he was like i don't get it so if fiat's for government and libra is for visa and like uber and like all these corporations then is then bitcoin's for the people <laughs> <laughs> That was funny, man. It was just like it was like the the brain explosion, you know. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's too funny, man. But hey, it's on the news, so it's all good. In my book. Um, hey, up next, so Lolly made a huge announcement actually at the conference, or I guess it was Wednesday morning. I can't remember. Uh, partnered with Hotels dot com, which that's a lot of people use that site. So I mean, that's that's a big move for them. So they're they're making some huge uh or they're they're paving the runway for themselves here pretty good on what they're doing what do you think yeah this is really interesting i mean this company lolly and then there's also um like the pay app which i guess you can link your credit card to and then Mm -hmm. certain merchants you use it at you get these additional like reward points yep um it seems like it's just a different concept. Like rather than having one rewards program from like a credit card or like a company, these uh, third parties are kind of just stitching all these services together. I guess they have some sort of deal with like the brands where they, that's how they get paid maybe. And then um, yeah, issue just generic reward points, AKA 
denominated in Bitcoin, which is pretty awesome. So yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty easy concept. I was actually talking to it's Alex Adam Adelman. He actually, believe it or not, lives about forty five minutes from me. So we were talking at the conference, and it's pretty easy concept how the business model works. I mean, every everything they coordinate with the their partners is in dollars. And then they're just rewarding customers. They take a small spread in between and then they reward their customers in Bitcoin. So easy concept. Um, great idea for for everybody out there. So um, I know you, I think you had asked me in the past, but I did confirm uh, unofficially there is a mobile app coming. So that is happening. Um, I don't know how soon, but it is coming. So uh, I'm excited for that because it is a pain in the ass to just use browser all the time. So nice. Uh, yeah. So that'll be good. Um, <clears throat> so another good for those U.S. customers, Cash App has finally uh, announced that you can do deposits and withdrawals. So you've always been able to withdraw, but now you can deposit back. So if you've got a stack of sats sitting in a cold storage, you want to cash them in, you can uh, load them back up to your cash app and sell it right in the app, um, which means you can send money to your friends, do whatever you want. Great move. A uh, little, little few more KYC steps involved. I did go through it. Uh, nothing major, but I mean, they, they already had, even with your phone number, they got all the info they need. So that doesn't matter. Um, it's just more perception, I guess, for people. Yeah, I think they're also available in the UK. Oh, are they? Um, okay. Yeah, cool. I, th I'm, I think so. I don't know to what extent uh, the Bitcoin side is enabled, but I'm pretty sure the Cash App works in the UK. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. So that's a good move for cash. So I think people have been harping on them to get this rolling. So it's there. Use it. But I wouldn't recommend selling. I'm just saying. No financial advice here. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so another... I feel like we talked about this, maybe not last week, but uh, we'll we'll harp on it again. Samurai, again, my favorite uh, mobile wallet. Don't forget to scroll down. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm using two different computers here. Um, so Samurai Wallet has unveiled to the public their beta version of Whirlpool. That's their implementation of zero-link coin joins. Um, I've been using it for, uh, I don't know, months month and a half or so in their internal testing. It's been phenomenal. Um, now everybody can use it. Uh, you do have to have, at this point at least, a one, their mobile wallet to pair with the uh, user interface. So, um, you know, those of you with iPhones, go buy a separate Android. I recommend that. But uh, you Android <laughs> fans out there can definitely download the app. By far the best uh, mobile app for Bitcoin out there. Uh, Are they are they going to come out with an iOS app? So they have nothing against it. Their issue is it's such a small team. Their devotion is towards the mobile app, towards Dojo, towards mm. Whirlpool. They just don't have the resources. And they've talked to people and these devs come in and just want to, they're like, ah, I just want to bit paid in fiat. No, they want devs that are there for the long haul that want to be paid Bitcoin um, and, you know, be there to really focus on developing a very good mobile app um, for iOS. So they're, they're, they're talking to people, but they, they need to find that right fit. So, and I agree with them. I mean, don't, don't, you know, don't cut back to uh, just get one out there. They do have Sentinel, though. They're uh, they're uh, basically it's almost like a Electrum personal server. They're 
Electrum watch only wallet. So you can do that on iOS right now. And that's been out for a while. So, and they're going to be adding, uh, that'll have a mass, massive update coming up here soon, uh, for, uh, partially, partially signed Bitcoin transactions and all sorts of different things within Sentinel app. So it'll have some use cases without the main wallet as well. So after that shameless pug of Samurai, let's go on to the next one. Um, so it looks like the CFTC has cleared, and I didn't even see this until I read it here. They've cleared LedGrex to um, to do uh, physically settled Bitcoin futures, with, which that's great. I mean, that's very similar to what BAC's going to be doing. Uh, what, what's your take on this? Yeah, I, I saw this earlier and I looked into, I, apparently, I think this might mean that they've cleared BACT as well. But the, the issue is BACT is waiting on, um, I guess, their warehousing to get approval. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I think that's that's in New York for some reason. Um, so like, I think the same entity that does like the bit license, bit I think license. Is the one that, oh, that yeah. that's involved. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah. Interesting. I mean, I think I honestly, I don't even know if the futures is the bigger, um, deal, uh, versus like the, the warehousing. Sure. Um, sure. because you know, kind of like the futures, is just a, another way of buying it, except you're buying it and getting delivery at the end of the day or at the end of the month. Um, so when you get delivery, like, where does it go? Right. So that's yeah. the question. Like, are you, um, you know, are you taking custody of it or are you looking for, um, someone to custody it for you? So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not too sure what the status is with Fidelity and with Bact as far as like the, the custody. I know like Fidelity went, did like a soft launch, but I mean, they've, they've both been very quiet on Twitter like very quiet. So I have no idea what's going on. Oh, it'll just be one day we'll wake up and boom announced, you know, who knows? Yeah, but I don't even know what they're going to announce. Like, what are they, what are they going to announce? You know, Uh, who knows? Probably they've, they've, they've scrounged up, uh, 4 million Bitcoin at like 3,050 bucks or something. Yeah. They're like, ha suckers. No, it's uh, who knows what they're going to announce out there. Yeah. I don't even know if they're buying it themselves. I mean, they're just going to be kind of like a, a marketplace. I'm, I'm assuming, right? Well, it, it's I mean, hard to I mean, know the because physically settled the physical. Yeah, correct. The physically settled guys have to have a backup stash. I mean, they got to have a stash. I think I'm sure by whatever, regulation or guidelines for insurance because they're going to have to have insurance and all all sorts of stuff because they're going to be handling other people's coins so i'm sure they've got to have a set amount because my hope is when they write these contracts that hey if something happens people are getting their actual bitcoin back not dollars you know so mm-hmm. um who knows until we actually read in and see and honestly i really don't care but it, it's in the it's it's inevitable and it's good for the the financialization of Bitcoin, which will get us to the next steps of, you know, saturation in the market. So, um, yeah. you know. I think I think the important things here, we need to know clearly how they're storing it. Right. Like what kind of uh, cold storage solution are they using? I mean, we have general ideas of how Square does it and uh, how Coinbase does it. I mean, they've published articles about how they um, handle 
wallet generation and cold mm-hmm. storage, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen anything about that. I haven't seen anything about like the details around what they're going to do with like the Bitcoin. Are they going to have it so that clients can kind of see it somewhere on the blockchain or is it all mm-hmm. kind of like hidden behind the scenes? What guarantees are there that they're not going to be using that as collateral for other things? Yeah, yeah. You know? Sure. Yep. No, just I like agree a lot of questions. I agree with you. Well, I'm not keeping mine there. So not that I have any, but I'm not keeping mine there. Um, so I, I, I really don't know much about this next. I'll just buzz right through it unless you know something. T-Zero, it's a new app that combines a digital wallet with Exchange. So um, I guess. Wasn't T-Zero supposed to be like a securities exchange? I have no idea. I thought uh, that's what it like. I thought that was the purpose of it. I don't remember, um, but it's it's interesting that they're going kind of this route of having a an app. Yeah, I don't know, but it's basically let users trade Bitcoin and Ethereum. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's just a me too out there. There's other apps that allow you to do this, or T zero is the um, Overstock project, um, project, right? I I really don't know. I'll be honest. No. Uh, funded by Let's see. Let me look. I'm just going to click on it. Um, T0. Uh, iOS and Android. Um, uh, overstock, it did say the front. It grew out of e retail giants overstock efforts. Yeah, so it is something okay. to do with overstock. Yeah. Yeah, so, eh, whatever. Um, so, <laughs> good old fake Toshi, man. Um, on Friday, I guess he had his hearing. That, that was all the talk on Twitter on Friday. He was crying and moping around and throwing papers everywhere. Uh, basically, I, it, it hasn't been solved or nothing's come down. I think he either has to come back or there's got to be more hearings about something going on. Um, but basically, he's saying he's unable to access the coins because he sent the keys to a blind trust that has 15 different key slices and all this bullshit. Um, yeah. So apparently the, his partner, his partner's estate because his mm-hmm. partner uh, passed away. The estate yep. is suing him because apparently, I guess maybe is it because he claimed that he was Toshi and he had all these, like if you, if he is a Toshi, then he should have access to all this Bitcoin. And right. A part of the, yeah, correct. And they want a part of the funds. Yeah. Obviously. Anyway, um, I don't know. Who knows? Skip. Either way. <laughs> Next. Good old fake Toshi. Another drama. Um, so Bitcoin IRA uh, partners with BitGo to offer full insurance plans on these accounts. So basically, a, they're going to offer insurance, I guess, for holding the Bitcoin, which that's a good thing, I guess, as long as they're repaying in Bitcoin, not dollars. Um, really cool to see, I guess bringing Bitcoin to the IRA capabilities. So uh, those that are still kind of stuck in that legacy mindset a little bit will at least have some exposure. So again, legacy trying to catch up to normal, but it's uh, it's a good step in the right direction, I guess. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I didn't really read the story, but um, I think this is kind of like there's like a couple of these, right? There's this one, and then there's the um, GBTC, which is another 
Yeah. Like that's a real, fun yeah, it's a fun fund. Yeah. There's not that many of these like real world connections, right? There's GBTC, yeah. there's this thing, there's those ETNs over in like Sweden or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I would if if and again, not financial advice, but people if you're halfway interested still in IRAs and that kind of stuff, um, look into a self, just look into a self-directed IRA where you are actually able to take custody of the assets you have in that IRA. So it could be precious metals, land, uh, cryptocurrencies, and a bunch of other stuff. Um, and you can actually hold custody of them. There, you're going to have to create an LLC. There's some steps there, but there's company, a few companies out there that walk you through it. It doesn't cost a ton to get set up, but once you do, you take self custody. So it's something to think about if you really want to play the tax game, um, you know, and see what happens. So try to uh, pick up your mic because there's a lot of scratching. Yeah, that's my beard. Or if I had a beard, um, yeah, I thought you would have like trimmed it down now that you, oh, I did, after the I did by accident, right? man, I, I shaved it way too low. So <laughs> it's, I got to re up my beard game here. Um, all right. So now on to community news and developments, um, huddle, huddle, a decentralized, uh, marketplace to buy and sell Bitcoin lightning, the whole package, uh, over lightning network and on chain. Um, they, they have a predictions, um, they have a predictions site where I was on it earlier. Actually, let me click on this and see what's up on it. Now you can predict, I think sports, ton of different stuff. Let me look here. Um, yeah, but isn't the problem with prediction markets, the Oracle, I think, I think that's yeah. like the, the problem across all of them. It's like, no one's figured out a good way of creating a, uh, distributed Oracle. I mean, you still have to feed it with information. I mean, if the if the data points were already on a blockchain somewhere, then I guess you could could yeah. connect to it directly. Gotcha. But there's no reporting, so you have to kind of bring it in somehow. I gotcha. Um, no, that makes sense. I mean, I I haven't tried it yet. I might uh, just to kind of play. But it the first thing that pops up, Bitcoin's price will reach twenty grand before August of nineteen. It's two to one odds. There's uh, Chelsea and Liverpool predictions, Tesla's stock. Pred- I mean, basically, you can add whatever you want. And people just take a position against you or with you. Um, pretty cool concept. I might actually try it just for shits and giggles one of these days uh, to see what happens. But we'll scroll down here a little bit. You read, I think you read this article a little bit more in depth than I did, maybe. But uh, so Grubles um, had put together another walkthrough on how to build your Bitcoins, uh, well, on how to build a Bitcoin service provider with the Blockstream satellite uh, backhaul. So Grubles has done a great job over the last few months kind of doing general walkthroughs on setting up Blockstream satellite and other things. Um, So he definitely does a great job on Medium writing those those how-tos up. So now um, this is just another one to add to the stack. Seems like a cool concept. What What are your thoughts there? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Um, so I, I looked into the story and what they're doing is they're, I guess they're creating a way for you to um, distribute the the blocks via a Wi-Fi network. So if you have like um, one satellite uplink and then you add like a, I guess a powerful Wi-Fi antenna, then you can create kind of like a mesh net, like a mesh local network 
that yeah, extends nice. as far as there's like nodes connected via Wi-Fi, nice. which is kind of cool. So like you don't all have to have um, a satellite receiver. You just need, you know, I guess one. Um, I don't know if you could do. I guess you could do multiple too, and then extend the the mesh with through Wi-Fi, which is pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I think cool. the the Gotenna um, option is is more long range than Wi-Fi, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think this is pretty cool too i mean everybody has tens of hundreds of wi-fi connections whenever whenever you look for like a wi-fi network there's like a million of them right so it makes sense to um especially if everyone has routers try to help repurpose some old ones to build out a mesh network to distribute the bitcoin blockchain yeah for sure for sure now i think it's a cool idea um it's kind of it's neat to see all these guides coming out um and props to the guys making them because it's really helpful for the not so tech savvy guy people out there. So thank you, Rubles. Keep them coming. I'm sure you got more in your, uh, in the pipeline. So, um, I'll just bang this one out real quick. Uh, ice cream parlor in Berlin, Germany was the first in the world to accept Bitcoin and lightning. So really cool. I guess can't believe first ice cream place in the world to accept Bitcoin, but glad to hear it. Um, Looks, uh, you know, that's the next step in uh, savings for these guys, I guess. So that's great news. Um, Scroll down a little bit. Oh, yeah, I'm doing it on my other computer. Uh, let's see here. So we might have talked about this, like you had said earlier, what, before the stream, but just in case, um, BitRefill intru introduced uh, what's called Recharge. It allows a user to use the platform to refill a channel with Bitcoin or pay a Lightning Network invoice through their node. So just another on-ramp to allow the ease of balancing channels and or paying invoices. Uh, if you need to fill channels or you don't have enough liquidity in them uh, using the Thor. Uh, basically, I think it's tagged in with their Thor services. So um, really good to see the stuff Bit, uh, Bit Refill's coming out with. So I'm excited. What are your thoughts? Yeah, this is, uh, you know, every tool that people build to help either rebalance channels or just reduce the, the amount of uh, on-chain transactions, the better. I, I saw some tweets on um, uh, from Alex Bosworth about, like, the loop in and the loop out, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it seems like there's a lot of, um, or at least more information about that. I think they're trying to fine-tune it. I think they're trying to fine-tune it for everybody. So that'll be good to see. Yeah. Um, we're getting down to the last four minutes here. We're, we're doing a good job. So, uh, Casa, Casa Hoddle announced a partnership with BlockFi. That was interesting when I saw it. I think that was announced earlier in the week, uh, during maybe the, uh, conference actually, I can't remember, but, uh, pretty cool. Uh, Block, BlockFi to my knowledge, I think they're offering loans, um, crypto or asset backed loans, which, which is neat. And if they're partnering with CASA, maybe, maybe that's a way to kind of integrate the multi-sig situation there. I don't know, but, um, again, another good partnership. And if CASA, CASA is trusting BlockFi, it must be a somewhat good actor out there, you know? So, yeah, I think the the partnership is not very, um, th there's not like a strong connection. I mean, they're not sharing data or anything like that. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so I'm not quite sure what the partnership is, but I'm wondering um, if it's going to be technical, you know, allow CASA users to integrate 
multi-sig wallet into BlockFi loans or something, maybe. I, I don't know. I'm just kind of speculating there, but could be. I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. It just rolled out. So um, for those of you cold card fans out there, I know there's a lot of us. Um, huge upgrade this week. Uh, cold card has now merged uh, multi-sig options with the cold card. So great news uh, for those creating multi-sigs. Um, you know, I always, you know, my recommendation, if you're doing a multi-sig, definitely use multi, you know, different devices. Don't do all cold cards or all treasures or all ledgers. Do say, if you're doing a two of three multi-sig, do one of each of those, because if for some reason there's a compromise in any of the, the software, the, the company itself, whatever, you still have some fallback there um, that you would, be able to get your coins and have access to them. So, but um, cold card, fantastic air gapped hardware wallet solution. So it's awesome to see multi-sig involved. Uh, so I was reading the uh, other article and it looks like um, it's more just like a membership benefit. So if you're subscribing to Casa's like one of the paid tiers. Gotcha. I guess you, you get, get rates or some something. sort of a discount. Yeah. It's just like, dual savings i guess like you know maybe gotcha. there's some sort of benefit that the block five members get if they want to get into like casa or something like that but gotcha looks like they're going to be rolling out more um partnerships too it's not cool. just this one yeah cool that sounds good um so we talked we briefly mentioned this lightning labs has enabled loop in uh loop in swaps on mainnet so they had loop out already now you can loop back in so uh really cool um you know really cool tool it's still i think it's pretty technical you get it it's it's command line prompts there's nothing enabled in any of the wallets yet um some of them eventually will probably have it worked in on the back end so you won't even know but um yeah definitely something to read over if you're halfway technical go take a peek yeah, I think like uh, once wallets start to integrate some of the stuff and it just kind of works in the background, yeah. Um, it, you know, the real utility will come out. But yeah, exactly. like you said, if it's command line, it's just it's a very small kind of group of people yep. really just kind of testing it out and making sure everything works. Yep. Um, so a really cool announcement while I was at the conference, I was hanging out with the Noddle guys a lot and, um, they announced a partnership with get better, uh, for their, all the European customers. So unfortunately us in the U S can't participate at least as of yet due to, they're not coming over here for regulation reasons, but basically better allows, um, you to set up with them, uh, just say from your job, a direct deposit, and they'll automatically take that and turn it into Bitcoin and send it over to you. Uh, you'll set an address, uh, send them an address, and it'll automatically come over. Well, with Noddle's partnership, it'll uh, they're going to help integrate with Lightning. Uh, customers of Noddle will have it come through on Lightning to save on fees and different things. So there's a lot of cool things that can be done here. Uh, they just announced it, but I'm sure it'll be rolling out here soon. So really cool to... Uh, Really cool to see. Yeah, awesome. Um, other than that, um, you know, Wheel of Fortune, LN Games Wheel of Fortune had an update, so pretty cool update. There were a lot of... Uh, definitely take a look at the bottom of the article, some good uh, research and thought pieces. Uh, uh, going yeah, on. don't forget to scroll down. 
Yep. Oh, yeah, I'm scrolling the wrong one. Uh, a lot of good research and thought pieces going on. Uh, talked about the a little bit about the Snowden uh, live stream, which we all saw if you were at the conference um, and a lot of other stuff there. And of course, there were a ton of. Uh, oh, and Max, uh, Max Hillebrand published his version two thesis on uh, shared ownership of Bitcoin with multi-sig and the lightning network. So that I haven't read it yet, but I know he's working really hard on it. And uh, there's probably a lot of great work. Well, there is a lot of great work going on into it and hopefully it'll help us all uh, coming up in the future. So I look forward to see what happens there with that. Um, but other than that, definitely some really good po podcast episodes listed down here as well. So make sure and uh, make sure and check it all out. Um, other than that, uh, do you have anything else you wanted to mention while we're on? Uh, not particularly. It should be an interesting couple of weeks. I think the Facebook hearing stuff, that's like in two weeks, right? Mm -hmm. I think. And then um, BACT is launching their, their user acceptance testing on the 22nd. So it's going to be jam-packed jam -packed month Yeah, again. I agree. <laughs> it's uh, like, perfect, perfect timing it's for a little crypto summer stock out or stock up again. Um, no, that's that's all good stuff in the end. So good to hear. Uh, appreciate everybody joining once again. Um, we kept it pre pretty tight to a thirty minutes here, just thirty three minutes. So thanks again. Uh, we'll see y'all next week on Lightning Hood Live weekly wrap up, and uh, yeah, we'll catch you then. Thanks. Later. See ya. Thanks again for checking out this episode of Lightning Hood Live. Make sure and check us out at www.lightninghood.com and follow us on Twitter at lightning underscore hood. We'll see you all next week.